You're live and locked into the official Juno Download podcast with host Cup Kobe, exploring dance music from top to bottom, bringing you fresh content direct to your headphones. Bringing you the freshest music and content with the Juno Download podcast.
Right then, people, welcome back to the Juno Download Podcast, hosted by myself, Kovu. Thank you for getting locked in. I do love doing these podcasts representing Juno Download. Of course, they're always so much fun. Today, we're going to be jumping into a conversation with um, with, with, a, with a label that I've been in contact with for a long period of time, have released with myself, and have done a lot of kind of review work with. And it's a label that I've always really, really appreciated for their consistency as much as anything else. We are on the line with Influx Audio. How are we doing this morning? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's good to get you on the line. Welcome welcome to the show. Um, so obviously what we try to do with the, the Juno podcast as much as anything else is really understand uh, labels' backgrounds and their sort of history as much as anything else. So do you want to run through with me how Influx Audio first came into being? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we started, I mean, we're seven years old now. We were seven years old in October. We started out as a as a knight, a brand. We wanted to put a knight on in Leeds because I lived in Leeds and Borough lived in Sheffield. And we decided to try and put a knight on where we were going to give opportunities for up-and-coming artists to play. Um, the knights didn't necessarily go as well. It's quite a tough task putting on knights when you don't have a foothold in a scene. So we sort of developed over the year and we uh, graduated into starting working with artists a bit, you know, to put a release out. And uh, that's how the label came about really was off the back of starting night started working with smuggler the whole, whole aim of the label was very similar to the nights giving a platform to artists who didn't necessarily have a platform and that was that was where it grew from and it's still one of our biggest mo's today really is is giving a platform to artists who don't necessarily have the platform elsewhere of course, I mean that's that's such a that's such a good kind of homegrown ethos to have. Um, kind of kind of with that from a from a releasing point of view, then how how did you find that that first release process? Obviously, the first time anyone puts out a release out there like on of the off their own back, it's always a bit of a scary scenario. Like, how did you find it? Yeah, so the first release was ours, but I wouldn't I wouldn't almost consider that so a tick and borrow release. I wouldn't consider that to be to say the first big release where we went out and a and would people but the the a and r we did for the second release was was mainly down to what smuggler did in fact he sort of had contacts with mr c because it was a sort of five track various artists release really with two three mr c tracks a dr oscillator track who myself and smuggler were in contact with and then a, a track that smuggler and i did when i was you know back in our baseline days so yeah that was it was interesting and it came out around about the same time that Dr. Oscillator's track on Chip Butty did and it sort of just seemed to that sort of sound of baseline coming back around again in 2013 it was a really interesting time for the for the genre Interesting, man. I mean, with with that, then obviously with Leeds being such a kind of, I'd, I'd say, quite a multi-genre city in regards to the sort of yeah. sounds that go down there. Um, do you feel you guys have had that sort of positive influence on the city? I would say that uh, we didn't really. Once we started the nights there, we actually moved our nights to Sheffield pretty quickly after that because we found that our sound, in terms of what Smuggler had brought in on the A and R side. It, it really suited Sheffield more and we found when we moved our nights to Sheffield they were way more popular alongside our baseline releases so it sort of went hand in hand to move to Sheffield in fact the borough was there and a lot of our friends like you know Cryptic and Deadbeat and Force were all there as well it, it just grew a scene within Sheffield itself so interesting I mean this is the first time we've kind of had a label that's almost kind of moved cities to an extent in the way you are and obviously you are still based in Leeds and you still do work with um, a lot of different artists from around the UK um, what we're going to do is we're going to jump into um, one of the tracks that you sent over to get into on this podcast it comes from Panics and Dunman goes by the name of Who You Are talk to me about this release how has it come together okay so Panics is one of the artists we've been working on since 
in free dubstep one of the free dubsteps I think he came on with Gunman's EP this year actually so it was he came to us with two tracks one of them with Dunman and we said right we'll put this EP together and we two remixes on it as well we've got a remix from myself myself and borrow and then we've also got a remix i'm gonna forget who the other oh from ekula as well so so the ep is almost finished and it will be going out in february 2021 amazing man well we're gonna get into this one now then keep it locked guys we are tuned in right about now to the juno download podcast and we have influx audio on the line uh tick and borrow alongside let's go
Right then, guys, we're back inside the building. This is the Juno Download Podcast. We're on the line with Influx Audio today. And what we're going to do next is look through a bit more of the catalogue side of things, because obviously over those years you've been working and been active as a labour within the UK, you must have built up quite a solid kind of catalogue. So do you want to talk me through some of the bigger releases that have taken place during that time? Yeah, so uh, I'm going back all the way back to the days we had was uh, the first compilation, which was uh, Get Flux Volume 1, which came out, I want to say, summer 2014. I might be getting it wrong, summer 2014, I think. And it uh, that changed the way in which people perceived us because we got some big artists. We had Skepsis on that EP, for example, and uh, that helped. You know, that was his first release as well. And we started from there sort of building a big catalogue of lots of different artists coming along and getting their stepping stones onto the next next stage in their careers or next next release whatever it might have been so that was definitely the first one after after the, the release i've already mentioned the mr c and doctor oscillator one that got us on the map that was the next big step that made us seem more presentable to the world and made us take the next step on amazing so um, so so kind of off the back of that then do you kind of have a fondness for those kind of multi multi-artist releases so we still do them. we don't do them much anymore because they are quite a lot of hard work but we do love put it, bringing all sorts of different sounds together particularly back when we were doing a bit more of those sort of bass releases we used to do two or three a year depending on um, how we could find the time to do it because we used to do one at christmas and then one in the summer it just meant that we didn't have to force it artists to write three four tracks to make an ep if they just had one track two tracks then they could fill up you know a couple of compilations a year if that's how they wanted to work it meant we could be a bit more flexible with our roster definitely i think it's always a good way to go and it it does give opportunity an opportunity for different artists to kind of intermingle and obviously cross-pollinate fan bases as well that's always something that's always been quite prominent with those um kind of bigger compilation releases so um, another question i'm quite keen to ask um because i like asking label heads this more than anything else is there a release from the catalog that you feel kind of went under the radar a little bit that shouldn't have uh, so, across the back catalogue, uh, there's, there's a couple that maybe went under the radar, but the one that springs to mind is the uh, Clean Shirt release, which was it was a band about Influx 26, so quite a while ago now. But it was one of those absolute floor-tearing baseline releases that I kind of love. And as soon as I got the two tracks from Clean Shirt, I went to both myself and Smuggler got the tracks to we we were in love with them and, and maybe it's because we didn't have remixes on it because it was sort of a project that, that came around quickly and we found a release slot for because he wanted to get them out quickly but maybe he just didn't have the remixes to help push it a little bit more and he was a bit more unknown but if, if, I still absolutely love that release to this day when I do play baseline sets with Smuggler which is just more so at home now as I'm sure it is for everybody we, we do they are always ones we reach for, definitely. Nice, man. Yeah, I, and you know what it is? I think it's uh, it's always a little bit upsetting from a label point of view when there's tunes that you kind of go, you know what, we absolutely love these ones. And if they don't necessarily do as well, it, it is always a little bit frustrating. Like, kind of, kind of with the amount of releases you put together then, like, where do you find that, that motivation to keep pushing for new artists and new releases out there? Because you've been so consistent over 2020, even with everything going on. Well, we're, we're always about a year ahead in terms of our schedule. So most of 2020 would have been planned in 2019. But we we just love doing it. I love doing it. I, I'm the main person behind it now in terms of the fact that we're, we're moving a bit more into, into the 140 spectrum. But I just love working with our artists. We do have quite a few regular artists who keep coming back through now, like Fork and Knife and Jay Kong, Distinct, and myself and Borrow. So we always have 
people who who have tunes for us and, and then we go and pick up the odd artist here or there that we enjoy working with and it just keeps the roster nicely rolling over it's 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 a pleasure to do it and i suppose that's how how it should be it should be fun to do and you should enjoy working i really enjoy working with the artists to bring the whole project together the the original tracks, the remixes, the artwork, you know, everything. It's great. Wicked, man. Well, that's always good to hear. It's always good to hear that kind of level of enthusiasm at the label when you're obviously looking to release music. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be people who in the future are looking to release with you who hear this and go, okay, that's definitely sealed the deal for me. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to jump into this one next from Ali, MCK and Eyes and Fork and Knife. Um, it goes by the name of Lemon Grab. So what can we expect to hear from this one? This one is a complete crossover in the, uh, the trio, I guess, style. Some key grimy vibes along with a bit of the, the Ali McNeyes, they're known for their funky stuff, but they do a lot of dubstep for us. That's what they do for us. So it's a real crossover of that grime, dubstep, funky vibe. It's excellent. Amazing, man. Well, we're going to get into this one now, then keep it locked, guys. You're locked into the Juno Download Podcast.
Right then, guys, we're back in the building. It's the Juno Download Podcast, of course, and we're entering into the last section of this interview. What we like to do is obviously talk about the past and the creation. We then talk about, obviously, the maintaining of the label, and now we're going to look to the future because, obviously, 2020 has been a very unusual year uh, for the music industry in particular. Obviously, the lack of there being any live events has kind of changed the the landscape uh, of labels releasing music, especially dance music labels, because there's no dances for the tunes to be played in. Um, so, so what I'm kind of going to try and gauge here is like what's the the big future plan for yourself come 2021 so our, our roster i mean our lineup for 2021 is pretty much all nailed on now we are actually for the first time in about six years taking months off next year so we, we will have a few gaps in our schedule mainly just for maintenance for myself but we we do have all our artists booked in all the way up until i would say october 2021 so we've we, got you know, tell you exactly who we're, who we're releasing, but I'll keep it, you know, close to my chest for now so I can surprise everybody. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, that must be really, really kind of gratifying to be um, that far ahead. And obviously with the artists you're working with, it seems like you are like quite a uh, kind of close-knit circle at this point. Yes, definitely. I think it sort of just came about you know, Fork Knife, he sent me his tunes first time on SoundCloud and he's come up and we, we did some live streams from, from my, my studio for a little while and he came up and we did a live stream, you know, pre-COVID and when we could move about and stuff. And I just got on really well with him. It's the same with Jay Kong. Distinct, I've known since before, well, since Infox started, he was the first person I met at a night out when we were doing a... A DJ, uh, DJ, I can't remember the word, a DJ show somewhere. Well, it's, been, it's, it's been so long since they've happened, that's fair enough. <laughs> yes, it's been a long while, but I've known him I've known him since day one of, of Influx Audio, so I mean, the fact he's now coming around and getting releases done, so he's really close friends with him, uh, and then also the other people we've brought through, you know, Panics, you know, I've had a good uh, backwards and forwards with him on the internet, Ali McAmai's have been to, to mine to do the, uh, the live streams we've done as well, so everybody who's done the uh who's doing releases with us next year they they have all you know so and the other good thing about our roster is that everybody works with everybody else so we had fork and knife remixed on jay kong's recent ep because jay kong actually picked him out to do a remix and in january uh, jay kong is doing a remix for fork and knife cp and that's what we've got going on between all the artists everybody wants to remix for each other we've got the you know ali mac and i have done a collab with fork and knife for their EP, which is going out next year. Distinct is working with Jay Kong, and you know, even though we're not all from the same area, we've all met over the internet, and that's you know how it's all developed into a nice little family roster. Amazing, man. Well, I think the thing about obviously having um, that sort of family atmosphere around the label means that you do all kind of grow with each other, and it's just a it's just a good kind of environment to be in as an artist who's on the come up and who is growing. Um, and obviously, you've spoken a lot in this um, in this interview about kind of Fork and Knife and his involvement with those remixes and, and his involvement with just music in general. He is today's guest mix um, guest. So, uh, what can can we expect from this uh, from this selection? So he's uh, put together a guest mix using a lot of his Influx audio tunes that he's released over the uh, past three years of working with him. He's also taken a few tunes from forthcoming Influx EP. So he's taken some from his forthcoming Influx EP. He's also taken some from Free Dubstep Volume 4, which drops at Christmas. Um, And I think he's probably taken a few from the February EP, which is by Panics. Um, So hopefully you'll get a nice flavor of both fork and knife's production styles and vibes plus a bit of a 
forthcoming influx material. Amazing, man. We are going to get into this one now. Uh, thanks for jumping on the line with us. And uh, one time, what is the best way for people to find Influx Audio on social media platforms? Okay, so all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, are all forward slash Influx Audio, all one word, easy to find. Amazing. We are going to get into this guest mix now, and we shall see you all next time, guys. Thanks for listening to the Juno Download Podcast, and we are out. The Juno Download Podcast, hosted by Kovu.
Thank mm-hmm. you.
freshest music and content with the Juno Download Podcast. Okay. 
Juno Download Podcast, hosted by Kovu.